When you're going through this on the job, what should you be saying? This is only a test. A test of what? To see if I believe God or not. Welcome to Treasure Truth with Pastor and author James Ford Jr., Senior Pastor of the Christ Bible Church in Chicago. I'm Steve Hiller, glad you're with us today. As we continue our look at Genesis 39 and what to do when you don't like where you work. Uh, Pastor, we all have things about our jobs that we may not like. Even the best job has an element or two of something that you may not like in it. And then there are people who are absolutely miserable in their job. And you're saying in either case, that actually could be God putting us through a, a test of some sort. Oh, most definitely, Steve. I tease when I'm uh, teaching pastors, especially young pastors, and, and I'll say to them, you know, being a pastor is one of the greatest jobs in the world, and it would be perfect if it wasn't for people. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, but we realize uh, that that's what God is doing. He's putting us to the test. A lot of times, do we believe God? Will we live by our revelation or will we live by our situation? Mm-hmm. I like what Paul did in Ephesians 4.1. Here's what he said. I, therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, it's called a prison epistle because he was in uh, his second Roman imprisonment. And so he's a prisoner of Caesar. Yeah. And Paul's saying, no, no, I'm not looking at that uh, from the standpoint of my circumstances. I'm looking at it from the standpoint of Calvary. Jesus purchased me. I'm not my own. So therefore, Job 1, Job 2, there is a hedge of protection around me and God does not allow anything uh, to come my way that he doesn't sanction. It's either God authorized or God allowed. Mm -hmm. And if God has authorized it or allowed it, uh, then I need to ask a different question. Not why uh, are you allowing this to happen to me, but what are you trying to do in me or for me Mm -hmm. or to me or through me? Because of this, I believe your word uh, where you say all things work together for good to those who love the Lord and those who are called according to his purpose. Yeah. And so I'm here. I have a higher calling, a higher purpose, even for my job. Yeah. I love the fact that you went on and finished that verse because I think sometimes believers leave off that second half for those who are called according to his purpose. And we want him to do it according to our purpose. Yes. And we need to make sure that we're yielding and surrendering to what he wants, his purpose that's for right. our lives, not our own. That's, so, that's a great point, Steve. I, I love the fact that you finished that. Thank you. Um, we need to open our Bibles to Genesis 39. So if you can, if you have a Bible handy, grab it, join us there. As we continue this message, what to do when you don't like where you work. Here is Pastor Ford. I had a conversation just this morning, and uh, the person said to me, man, it's the process. It's the process. I said, what do you mean it's the process? The process is hard. He started his own business, and I'm at the hard part. And I, and I, and I say, man, I feel like quitting. And I said, uh, you went to see Tony Robbins, right? Yeah. How many people were there? 20,000 people paid $300. Uh, 
years to see Tony Robbins. I said, did he tell you his story? Uh, no. He didn't tell you what he went through? Oh, yes, he did. Oh, man, he went through some stuff. Now, let me tell you something. He told you how he made it, but here's what he didn't tell you. He didn't tell you, you're not going to be able to use what I did unless you're willing to pay the price that I paid. See, let me tell you the difference between people who make it and people who don't. This is what I'm saying on, on the phone as I'm talking to them. And I said, what do you think? Well, it's money. It's, it's the skill. It, no. The people who didn't make it gave up. The people who made it didn't. The only difference. From promise to product, there's process and the process becomes difficult, and that's what people run from, and that's the rubber makes the road, that there's only going to be two or three out of those 20,000 that are going to make it like Tony Robbins made it because they're going to be willing to pay the price. He went through the entire process from the pit to Potiphar's to prison to the palace. You can't get to the palace without the pit. You can't get to the palace without the Potiphar's. And you can't get to the palace without the prison. And that's what we don't want. And that's why most people never make it because they quit when it gets hard. They don't see opposition as opportunity. They don't see adversity as a university. They don't understand that God is building them up for what he's built for them. Okay, and then I said to him, I said, you know who Bobby Mason is? To which he replied, no. Bobby Mason started the OJs. You say, there's no, no singer named Bobby Mason with the OJs. It's the same three guys. Yeah, he quit a week before they signed their largest contract. One week. If he'd have waited, he'd have got paid. How many people let the situation control them and were at the door ready to walk through to their blessing and turn around and turn back? So then I told the person I was talking to, that's why I ain't giving up. I pray for my bestseller and I ain't giving up. I know the avenues of streams that God has given me, and I know it only take one person. It only take one person that God give me favor with to get me where I believe God has taken me. It only take one person. I was, and then I shared with him uh, the story of uh, a bishop on TV. Now, you may not like him and all that kind of stuff. I, I think he, he's a powerful pontificator. Uh, but he uh, was in a church in West Virginia with less than 100 people. Uh, he opened the church doors. He cleaned the church. He closed the church door. He preached and he played. Had less than 100 people. He was uh, doing a sermon for his women, nine women. And his friend from Florida was visiting and came to church with him that night because he was visiting with his friend. Heard him teach the women and said, hey, come to my church and teach that to my women. He had a church of about 300 so he goes down and he preaches to about 100 women. And uh, 
He didn't know Carlton Arthurs from, from California, but he was there with his friend and heard the sermon and said, I want you to come and preach at my conference in Azusa 20,000. And so he went and he preached to almost 14,000 women. Then the owner of TBN, Paul Crouch, uh, went home, was watching his own network. He was eating a sandwich. Carlton Arthur that got vignettes of the preachers that preached and put it on his program. Paul Cross had wrote a book and was trying to determine whether or not to put his personal testimony in and to let everything be transparent. And while he was there listening, this preacher said, transparency about our testimony and where God brought us from will help somebody. Paul Cross said as he listened to him, he began to cry. Who is he? Asked Carlton Arthurs. Carlton Arthurs said, this is who he is. He put him on his program, and the rest is history. He moved to Dallas, Texas. The first service at his church was over 5,000 people. Now his church is almost 32,000 people. I'm talking about Bishop T.D. Jakes. One sermon, woman thou art loose. So I, I ain't lying, sis. I'm not lying. Every sermon, I hold it up and say, is this it? Is this it? Why? Because you refuse to allow the situation to control you. So what are you doing? I'm still writing books. I don't have a bestseller yet, but I'm still writing books, you know, and the venues that I have, uh, the radio station, Moody five days a week. I'm taking every avenue. I know uh, what God has given me as open doors, and I'm walking through every one of them. With expectation. God is going to do it. He told me he was. Can I say this before I move on? Say, say it. Don't let who you are control who you are. Yeah. Don't let who you are control who you are. See, if you're a person who you just got to get people straight, don't let who you are control who you are. If you're a person, you avoid conflict like it's the play. Don't let who you are control who you are. If you're somebody that got to suck up to somebody in order to feel accepted, or don't let who you are control who you are. See, there are people who, you ever hear anybody like this? Well, that's just who I am. That's just, my mama was like that, eh? Well, then your mama was wrong. Because you wrong. And if that's where you got it from, both of y'all wrong. You're listening to Treasure Truth with Pastor Ford. We do have to pause the message right there, but we'll get back to the teaching in just a moment. You know, as you've been listening to Pastor Ford talk about what to do when you don't like where you work, maybe there's uh, some feedback you'd love to give us. Share a story of how God has been providing and working in your life along these lines? Or maybe you've got a question about that. Well, you can always give us your feedback or ask your question when you come to our website. It is treasuredtruthradio.org. Click on the contact link. Let us know where you're listening, why you're listening, what sort of difference Pastor Ford's teaching is making in your walk with Christ. And if you have a question, you can go ahead and ask it there as well. Who knows? We just might answer that on a future broadcast. Again, our website is treasuredtruthradio.org and click on the contact link. 
We are in Genesis chapter 39, so grab a Bible, join us there if you haven't already. Let's get back to the message. Here is Pastor Ford. Four, remain faithful to your moral convictions. So in six and nine, what happened? Now, when he first came in, he was low on the totem pole. And Miss Potiphar wasn't even looking at him. But now he bawling, shot calling, and what she do? Now she's trying to step to him. You remember how I, how I always explain it, right? She goes to Fredericks of Egypt, gets herself a little something-something, sets everything up, sends the servants away. So when, when he pulled up in his testa and uh, goes in, in the door, and there are rose petals at the front of the door. You remember how I set that thing up? He follows the rose petals. He gets there, aromatherapy candles wafting in the air. And what does he say? I cannot do this sin against God. Wait a minute. It was a sin against yourself. Yeah, but it's a sin against God. It's a sin against Potiphar, your boss, but it's a sin against God. Yeah, it's a sin against your people. It's a sin against God. And so he held to his moral convictions. I said to a person, I said this, he's a supervisor, and uh, he's single. He said, man, you know, uh, there's this sister. She is on me, man, like white on rice. And I'm thinking about stepping to her pastor. What do you think about that? I said, are you her supervisor? Yeah, I am. I said, okay, all I got to say is this. I don't know, what, so I can't tell you what to do. All I can say is this. You can't supervise who you're sleeping with. That's all I can tell you. Say, say well, what do you mean remain faithful to your moral convictions? Don't let somebody pull you out of how you know you ought to be living. I've heard story after story after story, so many of them. Uh, the latest one I heard uh, was a, a brother who refused to steal from the job and was fired by the boss that wanted him to steal. Later on, they found out about this guy stealing and the fact that this young man that had been fired was, was, was above board and really had been fired uh, for no reason at all because he wouldn't steal. That came out. I don't know how it was discovered. All I know is he's rejoicing in the fact that the boss called him, hired him back, and gave him the other guy's job. He said, what, would, what if I would have stolen? You ever hear Tony Evans' uh, testimony about working at the Greyhound? Anybody ever heard that? Man, that's a great story. He's working at the Greyhound, and he's going to work. Well, here's what they do. Punch each other in, go to sleep, and all that. He said he refused to do it. He said one day, they call him in the office, and he said, uh-oh. They said, uh, we are going to make you a manager. You're going to have all new people because they fired everybody on the night shift but him because he's the only one that would not let somebody punch in for him and punch out for him. He's the only one that would not take turns sleeping all night while others worked. Yeah, you got to remain true to your moral convictions. It's like, this is the boss's wife. And she's trying to sleep with his employee. Now, who is Potiphar? The captain of Pharaoh's army. 
Now, here's what you have to do. You have to put on your Hebrew glasses. Guess what his main job was? Executioner. That's what he did. Cut off people's head for Pharaoh. Did he believe his wife? I don't think so. Well, why don't you think so, Pastor Ford? Because he didn't have him put in the regular prison. He didn't have him executed, which he could have. He had him put in the king's prison. Now that, you know, king's prison, that's like that federal prison for the politicians. Yeah. You know, do you know they got golf courses and all that kind of stuff? Did you know that? And some of them federal prisons for them high-profile prisoners? Shoot, some of the homeless ought to try to do something what they did, you know. But, it, but it's like he could have did, but he didn't because he didn't believe it. Why didn't he believe it? Because of the previous point. Because he saw how moral he was. Let me ask you a question. Do you live in such a way that when somebody lies on you, other people don't believe it? Mm -mm. No, 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 no. I don't believe that because she don't roll like that. Mm -mm. No, no, I know her too well. No, no, no. My experience has been other than what you're talking about. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. He don't, no, no, no. He don't roll like that. She don't roll like that. I do it all the time with some of you. People come up and say, you know, so-and-so, so hope, hope, not my experience. Not my experience. Here's my experience. Now, you may have a different one, but I can't let your experience do anything to taint my experience. This has been my experience with that person. That's it. I hear about people saying somebody did this, that, and the other. I don't believe it. I can name, I can name some, some folk, but I won't do it because it's going to be on, you know, radio. But they said something about a pastor, megachurch pastor. I didn't believe it. I didn't believe it. I know him. I know him too well. I didn't believe it. They fired him. It's all right. Still. I don't believe it. And, and so far, he's still saying, it's not true. It's not true. And I can't, for the life of me, understand why the people that are in his intimate circle that worked with him all their years can't say and can't see, wait a minute. He has always been above board. Let, let, let me do this the last one. Remember where God has promised to take you. Look at Genesis 42, 9. What does God tell him? The sun, moon, and stars are going to bow down to you. That's why the brothers got mad, because they understood the interpretation, the sun, moon, and 11 stars. That's his daddy, his mama, and his brothers are all going to bow before him. But here's Joseph in the pit. I can't end up here because this is not where God told me. At Potiphar's, I can't end up here because this is not where God told me I was going to be. In the prison, I can't end up here because this is not where God told me I was going to end up. Now I'm in the palace. Now, let me, let me say this. Notice 
that his promotion, his privileges, his preeminence, his prosperity were all linked to the fulfillment of God's purpose. Psalm 105, listen to this. He sent a man before them, even Joseph, who was sold for a servant, whose feet they hurt with feathers, he was laid in iron. Listen to this. Until the time that his word came, the word of the Lord tested him. When you're going through this on the job, what should you be saying? This is only a test. A test of what? To see if I believe God or not. Because if I really believe God, oh, I'm the only Christian here, but that's why he planted me here. I'm the only one this, but that's why he did this. And somehow this negative and this negative, he's going to turn into a positive. Because if I have a negative five plus a negative five, it equals a, a positive 10. I, don't ask me. I'm not a mathematician. But that's what it is. That God takes our negatives. He adds them together in the pot of his omnipotence. And it comes out. And we know that all things work together for good to those who love the Lord and to those who are called according to his purpose. Father, bless the truth to our hearts, we pray. For Christ's sake, amen. Amen. You're listening to Treasure Truth with Pastor Ford, a message called What to Do When You Don't Like Where You Work. And if you missed a part of today's program or you want to go back and listen to any of the previous day's broadcasts in the series, I do hope you'll come listen at our website. It's treasuredtruthradio.org, treasuredtruthradio.org. Well, Pastor Ford's back in the studio with me here. And pastors, I sit in the Moody Radio studios. I'm just reminded of the legacy of Moody Radio, how God has used Moody Radio for years and years, generations, really, to share the gospel message. Oh, yeah. And, you know, we want to see that continue, Steve. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we hear from so many listeners who have benefited from listening to this teaching ministry. And if you're listening and you're one of them, would you consider paying it forward? Steve talked about the fact that we have a legacy, a long-lasting legacy. And if the Lord has used this program in your life, you can help cover our production costs by giving a one-time gift or becoming a monthly partner today so that we can continue to be here in the future for others who need to hear the truth of God's Word. Well, you can pay it forward right now. Just come to the website. It's treasuredtruthradio.org. You're going to see a donate link there. Go ahead and click on that, and that can be a one-time gift, or you can give a reoccurring monthly gift. That really helps us be great stewards of how God is going to bless this ministry financially. So go ahead, come to treasuredtruthradio.org, and look for that donate link. Thanks for doing that. Thanks for listening, and thanks also to our Bible teacher, Pastor Ford, and our producers, Amy Rios and Ryan McConaughey. I'm Steve Hiller. Treasure Truth is a production of Moody Radio, a ministry of Moody Bible Institute.